Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Friday, November 3rd, five minutes after 10. You are listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We start this hour talking about our Attorney General, Todd Rokita. The Indiana Supreme Court ruled that he engaged in attorney misconduct when he made comments on Fox News about the Indianapolis gynecologist who performed that abortion on a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio. So, Rokita, what's going to happen to him? Well, he's going to receive a public reprimand, which he's getting right now, and also pay a $250 check to the clerk of Indiana Supreme Court. Okay, so let's remind everybody what this is and why it's important. Because I think sometimes when we do law stuff, mm-hmm. it gets lost in the shuffle. But this is actually very important. And Casey, I'm not going to do any name calling on Rokita today. Okay. Um, I'm not going to make any snide comments about Rokita today. But who you who you elect matters. And there are certain jobs where your actual qualification for the position matters. Like you elect a senator, it's basically show up and vote. And probably 90 to 95% of the time, it's in lockstep with whatever party you favor. And it doesn't matter whether they were a farmer or a lawyer or a truck driver or a business owner or whatever. You're, you're electing someone to go vote. But in the case of the attorney general, your actual ability to try cases, your actual ability to have been in courtrooms, your actual ability to understand the law really does matter because you are the chief law enforcement officer for the state of Indiana. It's why you're required by Indiana statute to have a law law degree in order to be the attorney general. And in the case of Todd Rokita, and no one has ever corrected this, so I will keep saying it, and if somebody can prove me wrong otherwise, then let me know. Todd Rokita had never tried a case in a court of law pre-being attorney general. He's a law license, but he's never tried a case in a court of law. He was the secretary of state. Mm-hmm. He was, the, uh, he was the, the congressman. He ran for U.S. Senate. I think he was like on the Amtrak board, and now he's the attorney general. And Todd Rokita is a politician. That is what Todd Rokita is at his core. He's interested in politics. He likes political fights. He is a political bulldog. And in many ways, I say that as a compliment to Todd Rokita, which is why he was a good secretary of state. People, Rokita and I are way past hanging out at the Bellagio together. Mm -hmm. But there was a time when Todd Rokita was in political office where I really admired Todd Rokita. What Todd Rokita did as secretary of state with the voter ID stuff, very good. He deserves a lot of praise for that. But Todd Rokita, something happened to him when he ran for United States Senate, where all the things that made him a guy that I kind of looked at and admired, and he was an okay congressman. He wasn't great. He wasn't horrible. He was he was a, he was a congressman. He was fine. He was a conservative congressman. Um, the things that I admired about him 
totally went out the window, and he did what people in politics so often do, which is they lose themselves in order to be what they think the people want them to be to obtain the office they wish to obtain. And the stuff that he did on this radio station and other things is well-documented. We're not going to rehash it. The problem is when you become you run for an office because you want to be in politics that requires an actual skill set, which in the case of attorney general is to understand and enforce the law. And you don't have that skill set. You are prone to make mistakes like Mm -hmm. this that get you in big trouble, which is what we warned about when Rokita was running at that convention in 2020. Look, I know Curtis Hill had baggage, but Curtis Hill was actually a pretty good attorney general. I don't agree with everything Curtis did, but nobody doubted Curtis Hill had been in courtrooms. He understood the law. He understood how to try cases. He understood how, how the process worked. And so many people were like, well, Rokita's conservative. It doesn't matter. The attorney general's job is about enforcing the law of the state of Indiana. The political views, in a very weird way, aren't all that important. Now, do you want some leftist who's going to pick and choose what laws they enforce? No. But it doesn't necessarily mean, well, this guy's slightly more conservative than this guy. That doesn't that doesn't matter. And so what happened here is Rokita, this, this uh, abortion doctor mm-hmm. in Indiana, mm-hmm. performs this abortion mm-hmm. on this little girl. That case is well documented. She was... Um, allegedly raped and and this doctor performs this abortion and she essentially go outs herself i believe it was indy star mm-hmm. and says i did this and mm-hmm. and i am the person well the correct response here when an abortion doctor does that if you have concerns about what she had done is we're going to investigate this and see if any impropriety was committed. Mm-hmm. That is fine. That is great. Everybody res- re- supported Todd Rokita doing that. No problem with that whatsoever. The issue is he went on Fox News right. and starts flapping his gums about this woman and about this case. Mm-hmm. And that is not how a person who is a law enforcement officer is supposed to behave because you potentially then, and this is essentially what the Supreme Court said, is you taint the people who might be hearing this case or presiding over the case or ruling on the case. It's totally unprofessional behavior from an attorney. It's fine for Todd Rokita to have done this as a congressman. It's fine for him to have done it as a as a senator. It would be fine for him to have done it as a secretary of state. It is not fine for you to do this as the attorney general. Yeah. And it bit him in the backside, which we told you mm-hmm. from the moment. Look, I'm not a lawyer. I shouldn't be able to look at something and go, uh-oh, that's not good. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, it was almost universal. People look, looked at this, even people who like Rokita and were like, dude, mm-hmm. what what are you doing? Yeah. He did it to himself. He should have just kept his mouth shut and everything would have been okay. Just followed the evidence, yeah. followed the law, because ultimately I believe there was in front of the medical licensing board some rulings against, or ruling, I can't remember, against uh, against the doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's great. If she did something wrong, there is a process for that to play out. They worked through that process and the case was ultimately resolved. But Rokita ended up getting, in a weird way, more bad publicity out of it than she, than did, she did. Right, because he couldn't constrain, con, you know, constrain himself. Mm-hmm. Because it, Todd Rokita's default movement is politics first, and he is in a position where that should be the exact opposite 
uh, of what his instinct is. The person in there should that should be their exact uh, their instinct should be the exact opposite. So he issued a statement yesterday, and he's continuing to criticize the doctor. And he said that they could have fought over his truthful 16 word answer on Fox, but he wanted to save a lot of taxpayer money and distraction. Thank you for doing that. Uh, he's signing this affidavit without any modifications. Of course, Bernard, the doctor, it said, let the reprimand speak for itself. And Rokita is sticking by it, though. He said at the time, my words are factual. So I don't think he regrets it. No, he... And that's what I understand is so he essentially admits wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this is not a criminal court of law. I don't, it, I, we have new listeners all the time. Uh, lawyers, and you will laugh when you hear this, are technically held to a higher standard of conduct than regular people. And there is a, 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 a body that oversees this. And if you complain about a lawyer, then there's a group of people who look at the complaint and then if they decide there's merit to the complaint they go forward to the indiana supreme court they try they try the case again there's no criminal penalty to it it was like todd rokita was going to end up in jail mm-hmm. but then there are repercussions based on if the supreme court finds in favor of the commission who's trying the case it could you know it could be everything like for, you know law license i believe fines are part of it mm-hmm. which I, I think was part of part of this he paid court costs or whatever $250 and and then obviously reprimands Mm -hmm. so for example when Curtis Hill got in hot water even though he was cleared of any criminal wrongdoing any ethical wrongdoing by the state the civil suits I believe were thrown out Mm -hmm. he was still by this commission found to have committed some sort of I don't and I'm trying not to get the wording wrong here but he was he was found to have done wrong by the standard he is held to and I believe he, his law license was suspended for 30 days now Rakita didn't get his law license suspended but this court was rebuking that behavior and if we're going to be mad at Letitia James in New York and we're going to be mad at uh, uh Fanny, what you talking about, Willis, in Georgia mm-hmm. for their behavior <laughs> outside of the scope related to Donald Trump, then we also have to be critical of Todd Rokita because it was his own lack of constraint mm-hmm. that potentially tainted the justice system. And the job of the chief law enforcement officer for the state should be to get justice wherever that leads us. It is 15 minutes after hey, 10. Real it's quick. Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Real quick, before we go to a break, mm-hmm. and, and since we're talking about Rokita, this yeah. is the perfect time to put this out there. How Todd Rokita, who will investigate everything from TikTok to Facebook and all yeah. points in between, how he is not commandeering some sort of investigation to what the hell's going on in Delphi, Delphi? is beyond me. Yes, Yes. And I don't want to hear anything about... Thank you for reminding me because I wrote that down. Can, can Let's take a break and talk about this when we come back. Okay. Because I've heard all sorts of excuses on this, and I'm not buying any of it because this is so ridiculous what's going on in Delphi right now and this, Del, this whole Delphi case. And why hasn't he stepped yeah, in? Yeah, let's talk about that when we come back. All right. It is 16 after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 19 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So let's share some headlines. Accused Delphi killer gets new attorneys. Motions to block removal pending. Trial for suspect in Delphi murders pushed back to October 24. Delphi murder suspect Richard Allen accuses judge of leaving public in the dark. Judge obliterated accused Delphi murderer's rights by conjuring up finding of gross negligence by his lawyers. Indiana Supreme Court to weigh in 
on recent rulings in the Delphi murders case. And it goes on and on and on. And these are all within the past 48 hours. Okay, so I have the great fortune of having a neighbor who spent 20 years plus in the federal legal system. Mm -hmm. He's a nice fella. (laughs) And he is by no means a person who you would say... it tends to be on the side of attorneys or alleged criminals as he spent his entire life essentially overseeing them and revoking many of their uh, of their uh, probations. Mm-hmm. Um, and of, of course, I'm talking about my dad. And he has followed this thing yeah. just to the detail since, you know, the guy was arrested. And he is just floored at what is happening in our justice system in this state and how this guy, Richard Allen, and how these attorneys are being treated. And if you have my dad on your side as an alleged criminal slash attorney, there is something really wrong Mm -hmm. going on here. And when you look at the behavior of all of this and these attorneys who produced this incredible document about what allegedly took place. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, now we're told they resigned and then they're waving their hands going, no, we didn't resign. And now they've appointed new sets of attorneys who one of the attorneys allegedly has very strong social media ties to the the judge in question. And then you've got these attorneys saying, we'll take the case the previous attorneys for free and Alan wants these attorneys and he's essentially being denied these attorneys and the stuff that's being thrown out and don't, you know, don't count these conversations in the record, which that's what the appeals process is, is looking at the the record. Disqualifying the attorneys. Uh, I mean, it it is, you're looking at all of this stuff and the, if the average person looks at something, our legal system should be pretty cut and dry. Like you might not agree with a ruling a judge makes. It happens all the time. But you would look at it and you say, okay, I can look at this and this makes sense. If you have a group of attorneys going, no, 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 we didn't resign. And the judge saying, hey, you did resign. Mm -hmm. And then the attorneys are going, no, 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 we didn't resign to the point of we'll take this case for free. And the guy, the defendant who has the right to the counsel of his you know, choosing if he can afford it. And in this case, he clearly can't afford it because they're saying we'll work for free. And they are being repeatedly denied the ability to represent this guy. None of this makes any sense, Casey. And so my question now, and this is all playing out in public, how is Todd Rokita... Not stepping in. ...who will investigate everything Mm -hmm. from TikTok to Facebook and everything else under the sun... I'm not saying it is necessarily 100% in Rokita's purview in terms of action he can take yet, but he certainly has the ability to get to the bottom. He has hundreds of attorneys at his disposal. What, doesn't he have like 350 on his staff? Oh my gosh, it's, it's the, 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 of the statewide office holders, the attorney general is the biggest mm-hmm. statewide office and it is not even close. How is he not stepping in going, look, I'm going to find out what exactly is in my purview. I clearly have investigative powers. I'm going to get to the bottom and find out some answers Mm -hmm. about what the heck is going on, because this is arguably the most high profile case maybe ever to happen criminally in the state of Indiana. Yeah. You've got these two girls who were little girls who were brutally murdered. You've got years before they come up with this guy who was there the entire time. You've got all sorts of allegations from the defense that are just incredible about you know m- m- being misled by law enforcement. You've got uh, 
you've got you've got evidence that doesn't make any sense on why it was the thing that was sort of the silver bullet for no pun intended for lack of a lack of a better term to bring this guy to to arrest you've got this guy clearly wasting away in jail mm-hmm. if you look at his appearance mm-hmm. and then you've got now all of this just totally unexplainable stuff going on with these attorneys yep who he's happy with and are willing to work for free. None of this makes any sense, and I do not understand how the attorney general at this point is not stepping in going, I will at least get to the bottom of this and find out and give the public some information. Because right now, Casey, we are the laughing stock of the world. There are podcasts in places like Australia mm-hmm. and all over the world who are looking at this going, what in the world is going on in Indiana? Yeah. What is wrong with your legal system? How how did... Well, I mean, can Todd Rokita unscramble that egg? I don't know. Because at this point, we've got a full omelet. Yeah, and I don't know if he can, but the point is, if he's willing to try on TikTok, Mm -hmm. or he's willing to try on Facebook, how are you not willing to try on something where you have a guy that it appears right now, Casey, has been wrongfully accused of a very heinous act, Mm -hmm. and it appears right now that the legal and justice system, people in it, are going out of their way to make his innocence to be proven as hard as possible. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a judge saying, well, these two attorneys have resigned. And then the attorney's going, wait a second. No, we didn't resign. This should be pretty clear cut. Oh, you didn't resign? Sorry, I must have misunderstood you. Please continue running this case. And yet it appears this judge is doing everything in her power to not let these attorneys try this case. Now, if I'm missing something, Somebody let me know, but nobody's saying what that is that we're missing, and we're only seeing what's played out in public and in the court filings. So how is the attorney general not remotely interested in this to go, I'm going to get to the bottom of what's going on here? It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, let's talk about this mailer that I got. Another one. Another new one. This is from the Indiana Republican Party. This is a, uh, I I don't want to say that it's a pro-Jefferson Shreve flyer because his name is not mentioned anywhere (laughs) on it, but it is definitely an anti-hog set flyer. Well, that mailer's interesting Uh because it is. His picture's not on it this time. Well, it's interesting because as you said, Shreve is not mentioned anywhere. Mm-hmm. So my guess, and this is solely a guess, Casey, yeah. but I do know a little bit about politics, mm-hmm. is that Indiana Republican Party has recognized, either through polling or whatever, that Jefferson Shreve does not have the favorability to promote and the only shot you've got is to be as negative against Joe Hogsett as possible. So what an indictment on Jefferson Shreve that despite, I don't know what the final total is going to be, $20 million, maybe more of his own money mm-hmm. that he spent, he can't put himself in a light positive enough that state party can run an ad to people about him. Did you see, I, I had uh, put this on the template for later in the hour, later in the show, that it's going to be the most expensive race in the history of the state of Indiana. And it was so winnable. The mayor's race. It was so winnable for Shreve because Hogsett is so unlikable and has done such a bad job. The property tax thing is a great example. He comes out with this plan. He comes out with this plan to freeze uh, property tax payments for people 65 and up. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. It's an interesting idea, at least. It's a conversation starter. The, the ultimate answer relies with the state legislature. But at least he's looking at going, here's what I can do in my capacity as mayor to help older people stay in their homes. But why did he wait so long the, to introduce question. that? Why was that? Why not, did he not yes. start with that? Can you imagine if we'd have had four months to make that the focal point of conversation, Casey, mm-hmm. rather than us having to 
discuss his stupid, illegal, unconstitutional gun grab plan. Mm-hmm. Boy, wouldn't that have been so much more fun to be able to talk about the great things this guy was proposing rather than that? And now it just comes off as desperation. It seems like a guy who's behind who's throwing Hail Marys. So this flyer, after nearly eight years of Joe Hogsett's failed leadership, India's worse. Our roads are in disrepair. Schools are failing. Businesses won't come downtown. Homelessness is out of control, which uh, we're, we're being told by some people who read that Washington Post article yeah. that we were featured in that we just it's very ex- safe. We exaggerated. Um, Casey, you live here. Do you feel very safe? <laughs> not when it gets dark out. No, definitely not. Uh, murders are up 52%. Indy ranks at the bottom for post-pandemic recovery. IMPD 300 officers short. Indianapolis's three worst years for homicides have all been under Joe Hogsett and on pace for over 200 homicides for the fourth year in a row. And uh, they say, vote like your neighborhood depends on it. Well, guess what? (laughs) It does. Okay, we've got a lot of voicemails. We're going to get to them next on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Casey on 93 WIBC. The phone number 317-684-8444 if you'd like to contribute. Rob, I'm so proud of our listeners today. Oh, great. They did a fantastic job with their voicemails today. So much, in fact, that we might have two segments today. That's just great. An entire segment also devoted to Bob Knight phone calls. Oh, how exciting. But that's not this one. Okay. This is uh, just uh, random thoughts Uh and, you know, questions, comments, smart remarks. Uh, Somebody wanted to call and make a comment that it is Native American Heritage Month. This month of November is Native American Heritage Month. Uh, We have so many months dedicated to other types of people. Um, Maybe somebody could do a little archival research and say something good about the American Indians, um, forgotten people. Uh, Love your show. Yeah, I just think it's terrible that Democrat Andrew Jackson chased all those Native Americans off their land, then defied Supreme Court orders related to it. And, um, you know, I've never I've never heard the Democrats condemn very famous, arguably one of the three or four most prominent Democrat presidents of all time, Andrew uh, Andrew Jackson, for just the terrible way that he treated the Native Americans. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the Native American population in Indiana is 18,416. It's 3% of the state's population, and there are two tribes that are still within the great state of Indiana, the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi and also Miami, ah. which is uh, has a big complex in Peru. Okay. Also, also the circus in Peru too, Casey, home to the circus. Really? Big circus there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somebody called and had a comment about the uh, immigrants and busing them to sanctuary cities. In light of all the stuff that's going on over in Israel and Gaza and understanding that we're on a little bit of a heightened sense of 
maybe there being a terrorist attack here in the United States somewhere. I was just curious if we should uh, be worried about bussing all the migrants that come across the border now to these sanctuary cities. At first, I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. But now I'm kind of like, you know, we may need to pump the brakes on that because we may be just taking them right where they want to go. Well, how about this option? How about we close the border? Well, that would be great, Casey. That seems like the more <laughs> logical answer to all of this is not put them anywhere other than back where they came from. Yeah, uh, especially since October 7th. How about we just do that? Uh, yesterday, kind of kind of buried in the news that uh, Donald Trump endorsed Mike Braun uh, with all the Bob Knight talk. So somebody, uh, it was actually Trucker John called oh. and wanted to talk about that. Hey, Casey. Hey, Rob. Um, I had a thought about what you said about... Uh, if uh, Trump endorsing Mike Braun or if Trump endorsing anybody really has any meaning to people, and I'd say that it does, at least with me, but not in the way you may think. Because I look at Trump endorsing somebody, I don't look at the person he's endorsing in the way, oh, this is going to help that candidate. I look at the people that Trump endorses as, is this a mistake for Trump? Because we all know he has a real bad habit of surrounding himself with people that do him no good or that do us no good. So I look at the people that Trump endorses and thinking, well, are we doing this again where Trump's going to support this person and this person's going to basically screw us all over? Hmm. Does that make any sense? <laughs> is he is he talking specifically about anybody in Pennsylvania, perhaps, Dr. Oz? Uh, well, <laughs> look, again, obviously Braun is going to use that. He didn't get near the bounce. I'm sure he had anticipated out of it based on the on the Bob Knight news. But mm-hmm. he's going to be able to use that to fundraise. He's going to be able to use it in ads. He, maybe Trump will swing through here at some point and do mm-hmm. something for him. Um, but I just think it's like at the end of the day, Local elections, so much of it are about connections and relationships. And again, if you're Curtis or you're uh, uh, Chambers or you're Doden, you got to really amp up your attack on Braun. And it's a made for attack, which is he voted for the largest tax increase in Indiana state history. He's never been held to account for it. He's never explained why it still goes up every. I mean, we have one of the highest gas taxes in the nation. It's primarily rests at the feet of people like like Mike Braun. And if they do not now, they I'm sure they know because they have these very highly paid political consultants. But if you're not running ads against that, you are you are making an egregious mistake, in my opinion. Uh, well, and. Not only did Trump endorse Braun, Braun endorsed Trump. Well, so it's going both ways with these two. Do you think Donald Trump has any idea the intricacies of the Indiana governor's race or where these people are on the issues? <laughs> no, this is why I always chuckle when it's like, no, he Donald- has a he has a relationship with Mike Braun. He, you know, they've endorsed each other back in 2018. So let's just keep that happy time going. I'm sure. Uh, the people around Trump have seen internals. I'm sure, as we've talked about those internals, until people start paying attention, show Braun with the with a lead. How much I don't know, but oh yeah, I know Mike, and he's got a lead, and mm-hmm. uh, I like him. And okay, sure, whatever. I mean, yeah. Trump's endorsed some real characters, though. So let's not you know act like this is some you know magic silver bullet. And, and Curtis and Doden and Suzanne and Chambers are just be like, well, Trump endorsed. Uh, it's Braun. over now. It's over for us. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we've got daylight saving time coming up on November 5th, 2 a.m. We're going to fall back, and somebody called with a comment about that. Daylight savings time, yes. We should have daylight savings time. And 
yes, we should be in the eastern time zone. If we were in central time zone in the wintertime, it would get dark at like 4.30. You always say that it's dangerous to go out in downtown Indy after dark. People would be leaving work who don't have attached garages and having to walk blocks to where their car is parked in a lot or garage, and it would be dark. So I know there's not a lot of people working downtown, so maybe it doesn't affect people much. But, again, if you play this, just expect that you're going to get a lot of people who agree or disagree. Um, But, yeah, it's one of those things. So when you were off this week, Brad and I had a conversation about if you could pick which time zone Indiana should be in, which would you select? Mm -hmm. And I said central time. And he's saying, no, that's going to make it darker, even earlier and you're already complaining about how dangerous it is downtown, that would just accelerate the problem. Okay, here's, well, look, you can't manipulate time. I mean, we have, we have come to the <laughs> we accept- try. acceptance All that the we time. can, like time is time, right? Mm-hmm. And this daylight saving time, no S, people get mad if mm-hmm. you put the, it's like the Kroger's, right? You can't manipulate time. The time is the time. All I will say is this. It seems a little ridiculous to me that you, it is light in the summer until 10 p.m. at one point, mm-hmm. and then consistently in the winter it gets dark at five, five. o'clock. Yeah, and I'm just saying something doesn't seem quite right about that. Casey, mm-hmm. gut reaction. Yeah, not what you want, not what, not what you know, your preconceived notion. If the if you ask the average person where in relation to the country is Indiana, what would they say? Midwest. That might be central mm-hmm. part of the country. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think we have way more in common with the central part of the country than we do the eastern. And I know there's passionate arguments on all sides. Mm-hmm. I'm just simply saying mm-hmm. that if you have a gut instinct of where is Indiana, you would hear the central part of the country. I'm feeling that you're with me on this. I, I, central like, time. The daylight saving time, though, mm-hmm. thing to me is the one that it's like, it, it should not be light until uh, 10. Mm-hmm. And we should not be getting dark at five there has to be a way to fix this and at the end you cannot manipulate time okay we've got one more phone call we've got time for just one more and then we'll get to some more next hour but do you remember yesterday we were talking about the phrases that are now considered rude yeah and one of them was saying it is what it is Uh uh-huh somebody called with some other suggestions to replace it is what it is Alternatives, Rob and Casey, to it is what it is. How about, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Suck it up and drive on. <laughs> How about, life's tough. Get a helmet. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Grow up. Later. All right. We've got Hammer who's going to join us next. When we come back, mm-hmm. there is something that is circulating the internet relating to a fantasy football conundrum Yeah, that oh, right. I'm going to put out to Hammer whether one, he thinks it's real, and mm-hmm. two, what he thinks the guy should do. All right. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. It is 10 minutes in front of 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer's in the studio from the number one rated Hammer and Nigel program. Good morning. Good morning. Love some Panama. You know Mm -hmm. how I feel about early Van Halen. Mm -hmm. Uh, My youngest son, Jacob, asked me the other day, like, who are your favorite bands of all time or favorite artists? And I can't just listen to one genre because I get burned out on it. Mm -hmm. And for so long, you know, I was jocking the hits and DJing weddings. So 
a lot of music just kind of eventually wore me down. Yeah. But if I have to pick my favorite bands and or artists, if I'm going rock, I'm going Van Halen. Yeah. Not Van Hagar. I know Nige is a Hagar guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am classic David Lee Roth, Bloomington, Indiana, Van Halen. All right. By the way, I'd like to point out you are wearing your Micah Beckwith for Lieutenant Governor t-shirt today. I am. People can't. I am. They'll see you, I guess, this afternoon, but you are wearing it. Here, let me it. walk around on your camera. Okay, oh, yeah, very good. Here, I me, just texted let me, Micah let me get out of the way and gave here. him a hard time so about Hammer that, can, by oh, the yeah, way. Here, you're going to want to sneak mm-hmm. in here. here. All right, look at this. Look at that. You like that? Plenty more where that came from, baby. Yeah. You're also pointing out you're not wearing underwear, which is disturbing that I was just that close to you. I know. Tell me about it. There's so, just a thin piece of denim separating us from that. Denim? I didn't even know him. Um, you're welcome, by the way, Casey. hey So I'm superstitious, right? Yeah. yeah. Had a rough night gambling last night, and I thought, you know what? Changes have to be made. So I shaved this morning, and today I'm wearing jeans with no underpants. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> so this is the equivalent of a slump buster, because yeah. I'm married, so there's no slump buster available. And for those who don't know what that is, you can look that up. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to go commando. Commando to turn mm-hmm. it around. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got I got to read you this thing. I sent it to you and Nige last night, and it circulated the internet, and we've got to determine two things. One, is it real? And then two, what should this guy do? And I've got to clean this up a little bit. Okay. okay. Any, anybody here play ever played fantasy football? Oh, yeah. Been a fantasy football sure. person? All right. So this, I, I don't know if this is off Reddit. I think maybe this is where it is. I'm going to tell you right now it's fake if it's founded on Reddit. I don't know. I'm just trying to, I, I get, this is just a guess. I don't know for sure. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Here we go. Ready? And i got to clean this up. Guy in my league is three and five and desperate to turn his team around and needs more consistency with running back. He sent me a text saying he wants CMC, which is Christian McCaffrey, who is mm-hmm. 49ers running back, probably the best running back in the league. But there's not really anyone on his team I want. I'm currently 7-1, and one, so I don't need to make any changes, really. He said I could have interpersonal relations with his wife. Oh. U- used a much different term, but I can't. I don't think I can say that. With his wife one time mm-hmm. if I accept the trade and it goes through. Honestly, it's pretty tempting since she has a huge chestular area. <laughs> cleaning that up for the Cleaning radio. that up again. And I've always fantasized about her. Mm. Is it worth throwing my chances to win the ship out the window for a chance to have interpersonal relations mm-hmm. with his wife? Again, mm-hmm. use different terminology. So, first of all, I think that it's fake. You don't think it's real? I think they designed this just for the sake of going viral, which yeah. mission accomplished. Yeah. We're yeah. sitting around talking about it. I've, I've seen that story on a couple other sites. So, I totally think it's bogus. Mm-hmm. But for blanks and giggles, mm-hmm. for shiggles, as the kids would say, <laughs> let's just say that this is real. Yeah. All right. Just play along with us here. I think if you're the guy, you have to get this in writing. There needs to be a contract. And sure, go ahead and do it. Are you making that deal? I'm making the deal. Like, now, which guy am I? Am I the guy that gets to have the relations, or am I married to a <laughs> well, woman giving out relations? Let's do a deep dive on both of these guys. Let's be guy who is getting the relations first. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're He's telling seven me and one. your <laughs> options are win fantasy football mm-hmm. or have actual relations. <laughs> well, there's some, you know, the people that play fantasy football. There's a lot of people who the fantasy football might be more important. True. Very true. And I'm willing to bet there's probably a lot of money on the line here. You yeah. don't do this kind of deal if it's like a five buck buy. Yeah, you're right. League. You're right. You're probably thousands of dollars or whatever. And some sort of championship belt. Isn't that a thing? A lot of people do. Right. Right. So you're talking about big money, but is it worth it to you? Would you rather win 
whatever it is, $500, $1,000, maybe more. Yeah. Or he said that he has fantasized about this woman. Yeah. So, like, you get the opportunity to, you know, take care of business. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, fulfill a fantasy here. Yeah. I think you got to go with it. it. That's a sure thing. The yes. fantasy football, you may not win. Even right. with McCaffrey. Right. McCaffrey could blow out his yeah. knee next week sure. and you lose. And he's got an injury history. And not only do you not win the money, but you're not having the relations with the large-chested woman that you've had fantasies about. Yeah, and she's a sure thing. So you know you're going to walk away happy from that arrangement. Okay, yes. Okay. so now let's move over to the more disturbed <laughs> individual in this equation. Because the other guy is not disturbed. He's just simply got a good fantasy football player. What is going on with the guy who is so into fake football mm-hmm. that he's willing to give up a night with his wife to get somebody who might help you with fake football, but maybe not totally help. This guy is very disturbed, if indeed this is true. Can we all agree with that? So yeah. let me do devil's advocate here. So <laughs> remember the movie Indecent Proposal? Yeah. This was a couple. I think it was Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had some financial issues, mm-hmm. but the one thing they had was a smoking hot woman in the relationship. Yep. Maybe the husband here spent way too much money on fantasy football. Yep. This is going to affect their ability to pay bills in some way. And this is almost the indecent proposal of the fantasy football world. Boy, I think I'd just get a second job, wouldn't you? I mean, how much money could you possibly lose on the fantasy football? Right. And if you're that dire, then maybe you shouldn't be playing in the first place. Yeah, that's also the thing. I mean, because at the end of the day, this is just fake football. Can you call 1-800-9-WHIP-IT and (laughs) tell that story, the uh, gambling number? Do they have somebody on staff that can uh, assist you with advice on that? I tend to be with you that this is not real, although there are so many crazy people in the world what if they're swingers, like, and they do this kind of thing all well, the time, and it's not and a it's, big deal? Because you'd have to have had buy-in from the wife in order to put that well, out there. Well, that's another thing. Okay, is <laughs> she signing honey. off on this? Kenny's you were, here. You were traded for he's, just, he's just volunteering her for <laughs> he his shows buddy. Up and knocks on the door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, babe, I forgot to tell you something. By the way, we're getting a better football player, but you got to do this thing. Now, promising you're not going to get mad, all right? Uh-huh. You may need to... <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he knows, you know, I mean, he's he's the husband, right? So he knows what sort of performance she offers. True, true. And maybe he's not but that But the worried. other guy has fantasized about it. Like, at this point, I'm willing to bet Britney Spears is probably not going to be what I think it would be. Yeah. <laughs> but still, if it's something you have on your checklist, I think you got to try to punch that ticket. Uh, okay, what's coming up this afternoon? So we have a short show. IU Basketball comes on at 5.30. So that means an earlier Beer Sample yeah. Friday. Fantastic. Yeah. We're going to have fun today. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Oh, oh, oh.